So from an equity standpoint, and especially at the community college level, asynchronous instruction is the gold standard for online learning. Right. This is because you're not limiting people to learning in certain timeframes. So like someone who has a job or someone who needs to care for a loved one, they're not going to be punished by not being able to participate in your class due to some kind of scheduling conflict. Everyone is able to learn where and when it's best for them. We went over all of this kind of stuff in the first core course, so I'm not going to repeat everything here. But the thing is that we haven't really translated that advantage of asynchronous learning over to the K-12 system, even while we've been doing all of this remote learning. The vast majority of our instruction at K-12 is still taking place synchronously, just it's now over Zoom or Google Classroom. It seems like most schools and districts are just trying to replicate the school day as closely as possible, only through a screen instead. Right? We talk about seat time. Seat time is like the king of K-12 schools. It continues to be the king of K-12 distance learning schools. Now, I'm not a district administrator or anything like that, and I get that there are very good reasons for doing this. Uh, the biggest one probably being that our students are basically being babysat all day long, so theoretically their parents can work. But I think that we're missing out on a big opportunity here, and we're prioritizing the wrong things in most of our synchronous learning sessions. I know it sounds crazy, but personally, I don't think that synchronous sessions should be used for instruction almost at all. My theory is that they should only be used for things that are impossible to do asynchronously. So like you need to give a lecture or a demonstration, cool, record that in advance, please, and let the students watch the video so they can pause it, they can repeat it, all that stuff. If you need to explain something or give an announcement, oh wait, again, Make a video instead. Pretty much any time that students are sitting in a Zoom meeting silently watching the teacher do something is a time that could have been done asynchronously. The synchronous time then, the times that you're all together in the same virtual space, should be used for interaction, engagement, and socio-emotional learning. And kinda nothing else. You guys, students are coming up on a full year now of not being able to see their friends, socialize informally, uh, play together on the playground, hug each other when they're feeling sad, high five each other when something goes well. I mean, it is horrific when you think about it. If you're married right now or living with a significant other or even have a living with a close friend right now, as most adults tend to be, it can be really kind of difficult, I think, to even imagine what students are going through. Yeah, of course, they have their families, obviously, right? But I mean, would most adults trade living with their significant others for living with their parents? So I mostly taught freshmen, and I keep thinking right now about all the friend groups that would spend their lunchtime in my classroom, and all the silly ninth grade crushes, and the little romances, and the making new friends, and the being mad at their friends for really no good reason, and all of those little dramas that, yeah, definitely were distracting from the academics sometimes, but were also kind of a core part of their high school experience. We have been isolating for like the length of five or six entire relationships for a ninth grader at this point. That is so long. And their little developing brains, they need that social contact and those connections. It's literally a drug for them based on how their brain chemistry works. So I just, I cannot even imagine. Also, if you are raising adolescents or teenagers right now, uh, my heart goes out to you too. I am not a parent. I do not know what I would do right now if I had to manage that on a daily basis. So anyway, my humble point 
is, and of course, of course, feel free to disagree with me on this, is that maybe this need that our students have for human connection is currently greater than their need to learn some or even most of the educational content that we're covering. I know that even with it being mostly synchronous, instructional hours have been drastically reduced and most teachers are already struggling to figure out how they're supposed to cover so much content in so much less time and at a distance. So I get that suggesting that we take even more instructional time away to do non-academic stuff is maybe not a hugely popular opinion, but hear me out. What if we just didn't try to cover all that academic content this year? Like, what if we just kind of let it go and accepted that, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. And that means that sometimes we're not going to be able to meet all of our goals. And yeah, I can hear people right now saying, well, it's not that easy because we're being held accountable for meeting these learning objectives and following this pacing guide. And I definitely don't want to get anyone in trouble or fired. But I also feel like if there was ever a time where you would be excused and given a little leeway for trying something new, uh, it's now, right? Like nobody is really going to meet these goals or be successful at hitting all of their learning targets in these circumstances. So like, what if you just stopped trying and uh, did something else that you thought would benefit your students. Again, I do not know your situation, so please, please don't take my word for it, but maybe just like take a look around, see what other people are doing, see how your principal is looking at stuff and just see, uh, see what you can get away with. I kind of keep coming back to this idea of creative insubordination. Shout out Paul Kilkenny of Eastside Union High School District. Uh, and that the idea is that like you, you are the expert in the room, right? You were hired to be that expert and to make judgment calls. And there's a ton of trust being placed in you and for really good reason, right? You've earned this, you have studied, you have learned this, you have earned this trust. So if you know that something is best for your students, but there are some arbitrary rules or some kind of uninformed expectations that are preventing you from helping your students, that's creative insubordination, right? You've got to do what's best for your kids first, and you are the expert at knowing what that is. Anyway, that's just my opinion, so take it however you want to, or ignore it entirely, or come at me and we can argue at it over Zoom, maybe a couple glasses of wine, whatever's clever. Thank you for listening, Void Friends. <laughs>